coming up on today's episode, we have a riveting discussion about Jensen discovering a new favorite wine shop, uh, my favorite and least favorite qualities of my three-month-old child, and then we dive into a little recap on Wimbledon and the upcoming star uh, and Carlos Alcarez taking down Novak Djokovic. Then we talk a little bit about uh, Rory's win at the Scottish Open leading into the British Open, or the Open as they like to say. And then finishing things off, we get into a competition of guessing which countries are best at what sports. It's a little crazy. It's a little fun. Uh, Thanks for coming along. Welcome to the I Digress podcast. You always We're yell all so loud at these intros, and I've got to like adjust the sound so much. Where we talk about where we digress over and over and over again. Just specifically I, to just bother Owen? Is that what this is? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't know if I've used the word enough, um, but this is truly where we're actually at. This is a rational fan podcast. That's true. But you guys know where you are. You don't need us to tell that. Like, what percentage of the time do you think people are like, oh, I'm going to go listen to Rosillo and they accidentally click, like, you know, the Smartless podcast? It's like, whoa, who are these voices? Has that ever happened? Has someone actually. You bring up a good point. They know where they're at. I'm not sure continually restating for the listener which podcast we are (laughs) representing is all that relevant. It it might not be that helpful. My favorite thing that we do, one of the favorite things is like when we say something, it's like, yeah, it was a good point. It's like, great. I'm glad we've stated that the point was good. You know, like after so anything more to add? Yeah, no, no. Like, uh, no, I'm good. It's like, oh, that's good. Look, that's, that's solid content it, dude, right What's there. wrong with some little affirmation to like your fellow man after you? Like, it's like Jesse, said, let's do this right now. I'll affirm you in something. You affirm me. You no, look, start. You, you look. You have to. You have to do something. Aff- affirmation a- affirmable. That's what you have to do first. Up to this point, I got nothing for you. You got nothing right now, Jesse. I think you. I'm trying to figure really out if dark. your shirt has buttons. You're wearing no, a polo shirt. No buttons. It's a buttonless uh, polo. For the pe- for the people watching at home, we don't have anything for them to watch. It's uh, We'll be on YouTube I, soon. It's like a little V-neck polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to describe, but it's comfortable. It is. Uh, yeah, it's it's peculiar. And you've kind of eliminated the the quandary of which button to button and what you know what's too high for a button by just deleting yeah. the buttons entirely. You can't tell me to button up my shirt. I can't. Typically, there's a little more chest hair going on when you run the deep V, but hey, you do well, you, bud. Listen, man, I'm just telling you, I got, some, I got a bush... You know, and, and at the chest, at the chest level, and elsewhere. Let me tell you, and it is just right, now. We've got to mark const- this explicit. It constantly has to be groomed. You know, yeah, all big the chest time. groomer over there. No, I don't grow anything on my chest. Hey, I have naked, nothing. You're naked all the way down, man. Like you're. I, well, you know, there's times and occasions. There's, there's you a, know, where you, where you there's a tumbleweed up. that shows up. Every- <laughs> I, I, I like it. You know what I'm saying? They're like, you know, we got some anniversaries that pop up yearly, some birthdays, you know. Wait, what does that have to do with it? All right, we need to stop. <laughs> uh, just wait. Well, you got to clean up a little bit. Okay. No, okay. no, not you. Just me. Okay. No. Je- no. Jesse's a man of the wilderness. He hasn't, he doesn't, other than his mustache, just let it ride. That's right. That's the only grooming that takes place on this temple. <laughs> 
What a like, what a what a man after God's own heart. <clears throat> Look, gents, right before the pod started, I was uh I was beginning to tell you my least favorite attribute of my child. Oh um, yeah. Which at that point I said, hit record. Let's make sure we have this. He'll listen back later. That's true. This is this is so that my son knows there's record of this. Like my uh my baby's now uh three and a half ish months old. Ah, th- just over three months, we'll say that. He's adorable. Very cute. Really cute kid. Love him to bits. Um, the rolls on rolls, the cheeks, the thighs. Yeah. Chunky. He's, he's got a lot of, lot of leftovers holding on. He's got like the crease on the arm where you don't actually have a joint. Yeah. Yeah. So like it doesn't bend there. Most people like have like their creases like, hey, elbow, wrist, like shoulder, that kind of thing. He's got the mid forearm crease, and you're like, "Oh, it's so good." Hey, man, you know, like, there's not actually supposed to be like an actual like break in the action there. Yeah, but he's got it. He's got it. He's got at least three of those on his thigh. Hell of a double chin. He's doing great in the food department. <laughs> good uh, for him. Great, growing he's got boy. A great, he's got a great smile. Yeah, um, he yeah. likes I, to look at himself in the mirror. You. So he's got a real healthy vanity and appreciation of how cute he is. Which you um, need those these days. The people who make it in this world are obsessed with themselves. You know, <laughs> that's right. You know, yeah, he's well on his way to becoming an influencer. Good for but, him. Um, there's a distinct quality about him that I really don't appreciate, and I know oh. that might sound harsh um, talking about a three month old, but I will say this: you got your that nose. while <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just cow. Hey, <laughs> step off my baby's nose. <laughs> Say nothing of my own, but leave my kid's beautiful little pudgy nose well, I was, alone. I was, I was talking about yours, you know? Um, no. So, like, here's here's the thing is, like, most of his, like, character like character qualities, <laughs> or let's say his personality traits, have not really maintained themselves through his three months. Like They've every, changed. Every week, you've kind of got yeah, a yeah, new, new baby. baby. The development's just, it's so quick. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the one thing that this child has held on to the first three months Remain the same. Hates when you sit down. He hates like you can just be like standing there. You don't have to be moving, just be rocking. You just be standing there. Never been happier in his life. And if you think to yourself for a second, you know what would be nice right now is just like sit down while we do. I don't even need to be doing anything. Like it doesn't like I don't have to be watching a show. I was like, yeah, you know, it just kind of sounds nice. Like you're content. How about we just sit down? He's not having rage. He's not having absolutely hates it. So oh. just like you just can't sit down with the kid. <laughs> yeah. It's when and it's when Allie which, was growing this child, what was uh she really active in her pregnancy, particularly? Was there anything like did, was he just used to movement, maybe? And he's just like not I I don't know what to chalk it up to. It's just yeah. it is one of those it's just one of those like irrational things that drives a person like this makes sure. no sense. Like Yeah. I'm like, we're standing, we're in the same room, we're in the same place, we're in the same everything. All I did was sit down. I'm still holding on my shoulder. I'm still holding. Yeah. Like, it, what, what's going on here, bud? What's well, going Jesse, on? I, and I've always thought personally that you love to sit. You're a sitter. You I know? love taking, yeah. a, you know, just so he, putting my feet up, resting the laurels as it were. Maybe so, it's a learned thing. You know, maybe sitting is like a skill look, for us to, his to develop. Credit, he has embraced the front carrier, so that's my compromise. Oh, nice! So that's that's kind of where that's I like that. That gets the back activated. You it know? can. It does strain the upper yeah. la, uh, latorius yeah. dorsimus. 
the demoral is, is that a region in france it is actually also ironically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a varietal uh nice, yeah. makes a beautiful uh white wine speaking of varietals jess i had my favorite wine shop experience to date wow okay Sunday. tell me more i love this it was the best the shop is called um other world wines and primarily French, but also some Australian. Got the kind of a, a also a medium to large size uh, Italian selection, um, and then kind of smaller. They only um, deal in like smaller batch, smaller known winemakers. So it's not these yep. big massive productions. Like they've traveled to to London, to Paris, to you know to Italy, and and went went all over. To to you know meet love, these guys, love the city of Italy, find the ones they want. So their origin story, which I think is super cool, is they just got together. Would you say? Sorry, I passed over it. I said I love the city of Italy. Yeah, so they went to London. You know, it's so I was I was trying so hard to think of one, but I was afraid I was going to mispronounce it. <laughs> isn't it like New York, New York? Could have just gone like with a, Rome. <laughs> isn't there like an Italy, Italy? No, it's not the. I it's not the same. I don't think so, but maybe. You Maybe. Google it. I'll keep going. All right. You keep going. So City I'm asking of Italy. him. Sit, yeah. Let me know where it is. Also, the renowned wine growing region of London. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just like he doesn't necessarily go to the regions, but where a lot of good sure, wine is sure, sold. Yeah, the, where, yeah. The marketplace, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. He went with the locals. The brokers. You know, what is the bread maker recommending? You know, he went to all the small towns and got all the best recommendations. His name is Ben. He's awesome. And he just started talking to me about, you know, it was like a wine education class. It was very cool. <laughs> Is there an Italy, Italy? There's an Italy, Texas. Let's go! <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Which Travel. Get to, around. Get out and see the world. Yeah, come go on. See, go where, see Italy, where, Texas. Where is Italy, Texas? Uh, and, and is it a... a a little Italy? Oh, it's got to be a cultural epicenter. Oh my gosh, I can't even okay, imagine. Okay, the city of Italy, Our own Texas, Dubai. has a website. Ooh, it's moving all over the place. Tag from um, our catch or catchphrase? It's not catchphrase. Slogan. Slogan. The biggest little town in Texas. Oh, nice. Love to see it. Uh, it's that, a little flat, as Texas is apt to be sometimes. Um, <laughs> the littlest, biggest town in Texas. That is no, the biggest little town in Texas. Come on, Jens, give them some credit here. My um, bad. I can tell you about the. I don't want. To, I'm going to stop. The right taxes. Here. I'm going to tell, okay. tell you about the tax rate here. And uh, is there is there an about Ooh, there's us? A parks, there's a parks and recreation. Uh, read read to us about about um, Italy, Texas. Is there about us tab? Like, what was the the founders? How long? I, well, we ago? can look at the city budget or the water quality report. No, I already know tides uh, are down generally, so I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that the budgets can be doing very well. You know. Let's see um, here. You just keep going. I'll see if I can find an about us here. Oh, some public notices. So, anyways, talking to Ben at uh, Other World, he's going through all. I'm kind of explaining, like, hey, uh, like vegetable, <laughs> vegetable, vegetal, um, like to have kind of an olive finish on my wines, maybe medium bodied looking for something that may be a little effervescent, but like, you know, a finish that just super unique. Like I I've stopped. I haven't stopped. I'm trying to figure out a alternative word to funky. Cause I feel like when I, someone walks into a natural wine, like give me something funky. The guy's like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, don't use the word, like don't use the word funky. 
which maybe isn't true, but I feel like that because it feels so basic, feels so simple. Like, give me something funky. My, I think my issue with that is it almost. Uh, and, and look, I don't actually have an issue with that. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, yeah. I think what you could find using that as your descriptive word is you'll end up with just like a lot of like kombucha e. Yeah, vinegary. Natural wines are just like, they're like very like effervescent and they just don't really have like a lot of refinement to them. Yeah. Um, so that. that can be, that can be a tricky word. I just, I, I just got to get narrowed I think narrow every person, also everybody, every person like defines that word a little differently. Totally. So he was saying that like when people walk in and they're like, I love Chardonnay. Like, what do you have Chardonnay? And he's like, I mean, there's so many different Chardonnays. Like it's all about the process and and how you make it and when you harvest it. So he's like, I like that you just kind of give me different flavor notes. I was like, oh, gold star from Ben. I love that. <laughs> Don't you like this guy? He thought you just said something <laughs> intelligent. Yes, he did. Um, anyways, I just got some good bottles. Here's my beef with natural wine. You're not finding a $7 Chianti in a natural wine shop. You're not finding really anything under 20 bucks. Out here, at least, it might be different out by sure. you because you guys literally don't pay taxes to anybody. But out here, they pay us. <laughs> they pay you money to go wine shopping. Exactly, it's incredible. I get a, I get a wine stipend from the state of Tennessee. It's, am- it's amazing. A whiskey stipend makes more, but you can flex it. You know, you can yeah, flex it's a it flex stipend. Way. It's just a it's boost a stipend. <laughs> it's just a boost stipend. <laughs> Anyways, so I had a great experience. Whenever you come out, we'll have to go to Otherworld. It's fantastic. It. There's a little like. Yeah, you know, is that the shop top. that had the six liter bottle? Yes. Of, uh, from Cantina? Nine liter. A equivalent, nine liter. To, That's a, a, equivalent to 12 bottles of wine. It that's was $640. A big that's fun. No, because like that's actually one of like Cantina Giardino's things is they do like these crazy bottle sizes. One of our, uh, the dinners we had when we were out there, they busted out a couple. I think they were like double magnum. So they were like. It would have been like four liter bottles or something okay. like that of like our favorite, like our favorite wine that they make. And it was, dude, it was just the best, like pouring wine out of this gigantic. Yeah. Like, just a vat. Bottle. Yeah. 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 That's oh, so cool. Time. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that sounds like, a, that sounds like a good job. You're right that the price point's going to be a little bit higher. I, I think that's in part because almost always natural wines all done by hand. Mm. So you don't get, as if you're buying a wine that costs less than ten dollars, the machines is, are making it. It is a fully commercialized wine. You just, it is going to be made at scale in mass. Um, it's not to say that you can't find a wine that's like enjoyable to drink under that. It's just you aren't going to find a particularly unique or like small, like small, a small batch isn't really the right term, but you know, a small vineyard. Doing like a small small bottling. operation, yeah, a small operation. It's a small operation. I mean, you're that's starting why to find love... that at that price point because those size places are doing everything by hand, and they can't make money at that price point. You're pretty much your entry level for that type of stuff is going to be like fifteen to twenty dollars, and I'd say most of it sits in like the twenty to thirty dollar range for de- like yeah. solid natural wine. Yeah, definitely balled out on this one, but um, I was just so excited by Ben, you know. Just reeled me. What a sales. And, and you wanted to be like, hey, I, I don't, hey, want, I don't want him to think I'm cheap. And I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. thanks. Thanks for all the good recommendations. I'll take the barefoot you've got over in the corner there. <laughs> I I equate natural wines to like when I um, make my coffee every morning, do a pour over, a V60, you know, a, a Kalita, whatever it is. And sometimes I don't nail it. 
maybe most times I don't nail it, right? But I will drink that cup of coffee. But it's a premium effort. Exactly. It's the care that went into it. It's the time I spent to make this cup of coffee. So even if it's bad, over-extracted, under-extracted, or maybe I just don't like the bag, I will drink that cup of coffee like 95% of the time because I'm like, I did this. I picked the grind size. I got the water to you know 204, 205. I got my ratios. I took whoa, the time whoa, to pour whoa, slowly. Jen, which one? 204. It's 205. It's 205. Or 205. It's 205. I mean, it's come on, man. And for all you novices out there, when you start your pours, between pours, put that bad girl back on the kettle. Okay. Let's let it warm up or waiting for that 15 seconds to get to your, you know, 30 second mark. I do, I do about every other, I do about every other pour. Oh, bro. You're pouring it probably like 198. Man, it's dropped to like 202 before and I've gotten worried. Oh. I've gotten real worried. Oh my gosh, temperature's a big deal. So, anyways, I had a great time at this this wine shop. Shout out to Old World. Other World. Other World. Old World wines would be a little there's probably a lot of those out there. That's you true. know, just calling it Old World. Jesse, what else happened to this to me this week is we had our 20 week anatomy scan. That's right. We saw 10 figure fingers. 10 toes, two oh, lips and a nose. Oh, that's good stuff. I know. I came up with that rhyme earlier today. Two butt cheeks. Two cheeks, two ears. Nice. Oh, the heart's pumping, 151. Healthy guy. He's swirling, doing somersaults. Oh, athlete. Athlete. Pure athlete. Yes, it's in the genes. Not our genes, but it's in the other genes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a chance. <laughs> He's got, He's a, got chance. a chance. <laughs> Lord Jesus, give him my wife's hair and my wife's athletic genes and give him everything else of mine. Well, except my teeth. I have I have weak enamel. Soft, what? soft gums. Soft, weak soft teeth. Weak enamel. Anyways, so that's my life update. That's great, Jens. I don't yeah. even remember asking, but see, this is how it happens. 17 well, minutes in. This in. Super, <laughs> in this super lulled out, yeah, great transition by us. Dear God, we just ran out of words. 40, 40, 36, 37 episodes in, we can't figure this out. We probably never will. Well, on today's pod, Jess, it's, uh, I don't want, I don't want to talk. I don't even want to say the word NBA. Dear God, can we please yeah, stop talking about season. basketball? We're we're, we're, we've, we've oh got my at least gosh. We're good. Like going into this whole, if you can, if I can digress for a quick second. I, I was hoping you would. We started this back in August, September, right? Football I season. I, I think it was October because it was okay. right. Like our first pod was the NBA over under pod. So I think it was pretty close to the start okay, of the September, season. October. Okay. And like, you're like, okay, NBA is going on. Talk a lot of NFL. And for us, those are like our two main sports. When the NFL ended, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but there wasn't a, it was just NBA. For I think the hard months. thing is, NBA is one of the few NBA and NFL are one of the few sports where I'm kind I'm a little bit team agnostic where I will watch the sport because of the sport. So I will watch basically any NFL game that's on and just about any NBA game that's on um, in terms of like the big team sports, whereas for baseball and definitely like hockey, um, if like if it's not my team playing, like right. I'm not really pushing like pushing that out. And we've tried with this pod to not go like too deep into the weeds of like just talking about Chicago sports teams all the time. Right. Um and yeah. so we'll have Cody on for a three hour Cubs podcast where you can go deep in the weeds. I mean, it is, you know, trade deadline's coming up. We might need to bring him on for the mid season update. The Cubs I have know. been they're a little disappointing. 
And at the same time, they've probably right. been exactly it's a who they should bag. be. Totally. And in be, moments where they overexceeded. They've you know I they just don't have any true like stars on this team, especially on the hitting side. They just don't really have a bat that really scares you. It's nice that Bellinger's on a hot streak right now and he's hitting out of his mind, but like they just do not have like a truly top tier hitter that most like that really impacts the lineup. And then the bullpen's a mess and they lose a lot of games that way. I'd say the starting pitching has been better than expected for the, for the most part, especially our rotation. Stroman Steele been awesome. Jameson is, you know, tally he's had one good start. He's had he's one been good fine. Start. He's been yeah, bad yeah, yeah. to start the season because he was injured and he's now had, he threw one Smiley good and Hendricks. We started off really. That was a, that's a great rotation early on. It hasn't really held up. So I'm still, I'm still keeping tabs on him. I was watching the game sure, tonight, sure, sure. you know, but so, but all that to say, Jens, I'm with you. I, f- it, I feel like the NBA needs a little bit of a rest. Yes, definitely. So summer league, actually the final of summer league is happening tonight. So Cavs and I'm Rockets. not even going to look at, I'm not even going to nope. watch it because nope. it doesn't matter. Honestly. I shouldn't even, I should not have even, even said the teams to be honest. That's on me. So we're in the heart of baseball. Um, and we can talk about that, but we have a golf event that just happened and a golf event that is about to happen that were significant. And then we just came off of an electric Wimbledon final where I'm not necessarily Wimbledon. Yeah. With a T Wimbledon. It's Wimbledon. D. So I'm from Wimbledon. the Midwest. I don't know if you knew that we say D's and T's. Wimbledon. Sure. So I'm from, I, I'm, I'm from, we watched a Wimbledon final and it was, <laughs> and it was Wimbledon final. Electric. It was awesome. Um, my mother-in-law, shout out Shannon Glenn, loves, loves, loves tennis. Like she will watch tennis. Like we watch the PGA tour. She's like any tournaments on men. Oh really? So women's. she's just watching the ATP. Yep. Just like. Yep. As it, wow, okay. As it is. She's just locked in on these guys. So I learned about Alcaraz through her like two years ago. She's like, hey, there's okay. this guy coming up. He's from Spain. He's like going to take, take the mantle from Nadal because he's obviously, you know, he's Spanish as well as a Spaniard. Um, and so going into this match, like we, we were in Arizona with them last week. Um, unbelievable heat. Golfed in it. We'll never do it again. It was a huge mistake. <laughs> you found you found your limit of, of what it, you're willing to play in. It, Would you rather play in 110 degrees or 38 degrees? 38 degrees. Really? Wow. Well, You'd you, rather go sub 40. 100%. Well, because we did that, right? We, we golf at Thanksgiving and it was We've like done some colder rounds. I feel like... 40... 40, dude, I'm, dude, 40 with no wind is my limit. As soon as the wind picks up, 40 starts getting pretty iffy for me. Maybe because we did, we like grew up in that weather, whereas like we're kind of used to the cold. I, you have to be there to try to get used to this heat. Like we, had a, we were golfing with a buddy who lives in Arizona. And he was like, oh, it's fine. Like it's hot. We drink water. Like you're good. And he seemed to be fine the whole round. But like, dude, it got to whole 15 my legs were screaming at me. And did you not put sunscreen on? No, no, it wasn't the heat. Like, and I did not get, I did not get sunburned. I put a ton of sunscreen on. It was just my. I did a leg day the day before. No big deal. <laughs> but so that was part of it. But 
it was just we had a cart we weren't walking and yeah. it was there's water stations i was staying hydrated and i just couldn't do it it's just i could you. not okay. handle it yeah shut Jer- up 92. jeremiah and i uh, jeremiah and i played in dallas when i was there last month and the day that we went and played, I want to say it was, I want to say it was like a hundred with like a heat index of like one hundred eight or something like that. So it was pretty warm. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, it was a dew point? Come on, don't get him going. So, anyways, I bring all that up. It was at least it was at least six to tell you that we were watching tennis all through the week. So we were watching Wimbledon all the all the way through the whole week, right? And so I was super excited for this final. I set my alarm Sunday morning. It was at 5 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, yeah. It was early for you guys. Yeah. It was like 11 a.m. for you over there, wherever you are. <laughs> and yeah. um, I woke up and there were like three games in. So Djokovic dominates the first set. And oh, you just wide oh, open three, Oh, three games. In. I was like, you you started watching at the third set? <laughs> no, 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 no. But Djokovic dominates. You think, okay, Alcaraz isn't ready for the moment. And Dude, then he came out wide firing. open. Well, wide he, open from there. It was hard to tell in that first set if... I mean, Djokovic was playing very well. and But Alcaraz just kept like missing with his like these put-away shots. Like, I don't know if he was nervous or yeah, just wasn't had to feeling be, right? it. Yeah, he had to be nervous. Like, because... 6-1. He lost... Like, Alcaraz lost the first set 6-1, well, which is like this. a gentleman's sweep. You hated that the crowd loved him because they were cheering for Alcaraz. No, no, no. I did not. So, all right, hold on. All right. I feel like you're 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 kind of jumping the my take here a little bit, but I'll, I'll put it out there. Okay. I did not hate Alcaraz or dislike Alcaraz. I will say I've never understood. Pull up the, the text for. <laughs> I've never. I'll say uh, the text will read. I didn't <laughs> fall in love with Alcaraz. In this oh, match. I actually think you said it more in a demeaning way. You said, I didn't fall in love with the kid. <laughs> it was my favorite. He's 20. He's 20. He's, 20. He's so, a young player. Hey, we got to cup the kid. Come Can't on. even drink Pro- yet. Pro- <laughs> so, um, in Spain I've, I've never 18. really understood all the shit that Djokovic takes. I, I will say when he first came on the scene, I didn't really like him either because I loved Federer so much. And yeah. Djokovic's like real big like coming out party was I remember it was like 2010 the Australian Open I think he'd been on the scene for a little bit more for that but like where he really kind of put a stamp on it and he was facing Federer I was living in Australia at the time and I just remember like watching being like who the hell is this guy that's just like putting Federer in his place like this is crazy um and so he was kind of the guy that put Federer like into retirement, more or less. I think like Federer had like got him a couple times over the next few years, but mm-hmm. he was the guy that like had so much this extra gear of power and quickness that he kind of just was able to overwhelm guys like your Federer. Nadal could always play him on certain services really well, and they were like a totally different type of matchup. But I like up through this point, they were like, it's. I think Djokovic is going to have a has a really good case for being the best tennis player ever. Like he has won the most majors. Um, he the he beat the best players when they were still really good. He has been incredibly dominant. He's been one of the few players that's won four straight majors. Um, like he's just his resume is like pretty unassailable. And he like he like the crowds don't tend to cheer for him. And I've never yeah, really yeah. understood that. 
So, so I, what I didn't like about Alcrez is that like the it seemed like the crowd just wanted Djokovic to lose. And so the crowd like wasn't backing him already. And then Alcrez was like really playing into like the crowd loving him. And I was just like, man, just like settle down a little bit. Like he kept doing sure. like the I can't hear you thing to his ear, like all through <laughs> the match. I think you called that ear cupping. He was, cupping, he was cupping his ear and I was just like, bro, they're cheering for you. Like, don't you usually like do the ear thing when like you're getting booed and you're like, come on, like give me more. Like that's what, that's what Djokovic does is when he's got, that's what like, Aaron Rodgers. That's what Aaron Rodgers did to us for years at, Shul- at Soldier Field. <laughs> Dude, that's like the dream on like, if you're his ear be, wasn't like, even showing, but the ear thing is like, you're like, if you're going to be the heel, if you're going to be the villain, that's when you like do the, I can't hear you. I just didn't really understand the, I can't hear you when they're, cheering for you oh, he's wanting more he's like come on come on like you know they're already cheering for you like, it's just you know it's a little that's a lot of Djokovic you know teaching or teaching cheering in there as well you know yeah they he, you know they gave him his due when it was there when he was down get, dude, the crowd <laughs> the crowd wanted Alcaraz to win this match so I think it's for a couple reasons one I think there's a connection to Nadal and everyone like Nadal he never really hated him he's a good guy he was like OCD you ever, you ever like watch a match and see that everything that he does before a serve every time he goes like wrist, wrist, pants, pants, forehead. Watch us like a Nadal serve. His routine is the same every the time. Hair behind the like, ear. Yeah, all of it. And Federer and Nadal to an extent. This might, you know, other than the the Spanish connection, they were really good personalities. Federer super kind, smiley, easy to fall in love with. Nadal kind of the same. Djokovic, through all these years, the hate came because he invited it. He liked hey, that. He was role. a little more fiery. He was a little yeah. like he's a little bit like. I'm not uh, saying it's bad. I'm just saying yeah. that's why. And could because you were coming or in the same era era of those guys that were so likable, you said I'm going to go the opposite way. So he just he just decided. Yeah, he, he to just do didn't that. really pander to it. So like, but I guess for me, like I've just always appreciated like when guys are so dominant, like I appreciate the guys being the, like the best. Yeah. I like, so appreciate and love LeBron. I you absolutely do appreciate. I can't stand No, you do. Him, you appreciate the talent. You but do. I do appreciate who he is the best player. Now, for whatever reason, his personality is more annoying to me than like someone as like, like Djokovic. Um, Djokovic or whatever. Or, uh, I mean, even like, I don't know. Draymond's annoying in his own ways, but like, Anyways, now we're we're talking about basketball again. So stop! Oh. No, we're not talking about basketball. No basketball. My bad. My bad. We talk. It's it's hard to get it out of the system. Um, <laughs> I I could see in your face you saw me about to say it. I knew it. You're. I knew where you were going. Um, I just I, I think it's so incredible at age thirty six for Djokovic that he is still so good. I was surprised how ready the crowd was for like the next guy to beat him. Sure. I mean, he is 36, 37, like the, the baton's about to be, but I was, he he won the first two majors this year. Like, I know calendar grand slam and also like there isn't seemingly a Nadal or Federer there. Like there was for Djokovic to then prove he's the best. And Alcaraz is this really good talent. Bro, he's gonna once Djokovic retires, and maybe there'll dude, be another he's guy gonna coming run up the table. He's gonna run through these dudes, dude. Like, and he's had so, some close matches. It's not all been easy, but he's about to. Well, he's also, so that's why he's twenty. So I, exactly. 
I want a Djokovic to win for like the Grand Slam calendar. Grand Slam super cool hasn't been done. I think you texted the 1960s. It hasn't been done since or 80s. Yeah, I, I think it was Rod Laver. La- 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 I was looking it up on Sunday. Was the last okay. person to win it, and it was in like the 60s. Who did like the calendar slam? Djokovic right. has done four in a row, but he hasn't done it all in the same year. Yep, yep. So that'd be incredible, and also like Alcaraz's time will come, and he could have. To, to get into the weeds a little bit in this match, he could have very easily lost Alcaraz. Djokovic could have came away with, away with this. So in the fifth set, I think it's Alcaraz serving. And Djokovic... the second game, and he has break point? Fi- fifth set, first game. And it's break point. Djokovic advantage. He's trying was, to break I his think serve. It was, I think it was... I think, I think I know what you're talking about. Was it two about. and three? Oh, it was two and three. No, no, I think it was fifth set, second game, because Djokovic was it up one zero. It was two back to back games. I, I think you're right because I remember they didn't switch sides. So whoever whoever was serving first was a Djokovic. Yeah, and, and he won Alcaraz his second, game. and he won, and he's about to break Alcaraz's serve. He, he has, has advantage. A break point. Yep. And he, are you talking about the high ball at the net that Djokovic has? Yep. He, and oh it could borderline could have gone out, but he decided to go for it, and he, he like backhands it into the net, or it was an awkward forehand. He, it was kind of like a little bit of an awkward forehand, but it was still yep. close to the net, and Ugh. he kind of rushed the shot, and he puts this high he puts this high overhand into the net. Yeah, but dude, I think it was in part like I dude when I saw him miss that shot, I literally I said in that moment I was like match, that's it right there. Mm. Like he he had to get that one. He had the, to. He had to. He had to get that one because and. It's it's easy to be critical of that point, but at the same time, I think he was starting to feel the pressure of how unlike flappable. Yep, he could, literally had you been. couldn't like, shake him because he did shake him in the first set, and then it was a dogfight. And Alcaraz just like he's twenty year, years old, man. He's won one major. He won the U.S. Open last year, and I don't even think he faced Djokovic. He lost to Djokovic in the French Open. And he didn't this face year, him yeah. in the final. I think Djokovic was either hurt to the U.S. Open last year or not really. Or act, no, that was earlier I th- on. It might have been the vaccination stuff still. No, I don't think with 2022. Because I know there was some of that stuff with Djokovic. Maybe. Maybe Serbia had something. I'm not sure. But anyways. So, Alcarez, he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't, his serve doesn't break, right? So, it's 1-1. Now, it's back to Djokovic in the third game of the fifth set. And Alcarez breaks his serve. So now Alcarez is up 2-1. He's about to serve. And it's like the, you know, you're always supposed to win your home playoff games. So when it goes to seven, you win two at home, two at home. That You're always supposed to win your serve because it's an advantage to serve the ball. So when you break someone's serve, that's why it's such a big deal. Break, breaking tennis analysis here for Jason. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, you guys can send sponsors. So... He loses that game, bro, and I think I think this is where he loses it personally. Is he smashes the pole with his racket and he messes yeah. his wrist up? Yeah, he and definitely jammed he, his wrist a good bit. And he's he's returning out. And he, he loses that that game, so now it's three one, and he actually ends up winning. It's you know ultimately six four at the end of it all in the final set. But he he that game was shaking his shaking his wrist, and I was like. I know you're frustrated. Like you felt like you should have won those two games. Dude, that's but- the LeBron punching the. Damn it! Sorry, I said his name again. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Wait, what did he punch? It was one of the finals. I forget which one. He like punched the whiteboard and like fractured like uh, something in his hand during the finals one year. 
Did he play through it? I, he kept playing, but they ultimately lost. I want to say it was the year they like they lost like four one to Golden State or something. Like it was like it was he was with Cleveland. I forget oh, which okay. year it was, but um, are you sure you're not is, talking about? Are you sure you're not talking about Bobby Portis punching Nikola Mirotic? <laughs> I am. I am sure. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were talking about the same guy. So, anyways, Wimbledon was awesome. It was. And, it was and so let me good. just say, Alcrez like was so impressive. Like the kid can was play frustrating Djokovic so much. The kid is just, <laughs> you actually, I just looked at and say the kid, but now you did. Now you, now we're changing it. You did say okay. that you didn't actually, For when, the, when, when you texted me, but what did, I, did I say Alcaraz? You said Alcaraz. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But the kid can play. Come on. The kid. Let me tell you about the kid. No, dude, like you could tell, the mistakes that Djokovic was making was because he was having to take more risks because Alcaraz was just not losing those points against nope. the shots that normally would like. It was amazing. You watch the if if Djokovic plays how as well as he did against probably any other player in the field in, at Wimbledon, he he takes it. Like his serve looked pretty good, his volley was good, but like he kept having to push it because Alcaraz was getting to everything like he couldn't get drop shots basketball oh yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. let me finish praising him and then finish with one criticism couldn't get any like drop shots past him couldn't get like those overhands past him i think it's part of the reason he put that overhand into the net in the fifth set is because he felt like he really had to get x something extra on it or else alcaraz was going to get to it again but i i I will say the only other part of Alcaraz's game I didn't really appreciate is how much he goes to the drop shot. It's just like it's like a cop out tennis shot, in my opinion. You don't watch enough tennis to know if that's true. I've watched a lot of major championship tennis. I've you are right. I am not Shannon level, but I tune in to most tennis majors every year. Does that make me the biggest tennis expert? Absolutely not. But he goes to that like cut drop shot from way more places on the court and way more often than like any other player in tennis. He does. Maybe like Federer used to play that finesse style a little bit more, but like it's just like it's almost like a little bit of a letdown. Like it's clever occasionally, but like when almost every game he's trying it, I was just like, all right, man, like come on. That's it. That's my last Alcaraz point. Could it be that he was playing maybe to like Djokovic's weakness. It like, absolutely could have been a strategy thing. It could, a strategy thing thing, thing, it could totally know? be a strategy thing. Like Djokovic I is just a think power it's player. A, I think it's just a you know a lame strategy. Well, he, he won as someone, as someone is, who uses the drop shot when I feel like I can't actually beat the guy I'm playing in tennis. It feels like a cop out shot. Well, now his name is etched in the halls of Wingledon. Look, and he's he, he's 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 incredible. I went into that game skeptical about how good he actually was because I feel like the tennis world is just trying to find their next star because Djokovic is thirty six, and there's basically nobody between age twenty and thirty six that's actually like meaningfully dominant dominant in any way. And so I was just kind of like, is this kid really all that? Um, and Dude, yes, he he's every he every is. every bit of it. Now we just need another guy to come along to actually challenge him because 
I think that is maybe part of the reason why for the last few years, Djokovic hasn't been as interesting because he's, there's nobody really, there's no peer truly challenging him. And, and, and Djokovic has another, they were saying two years, you know, for the next two years, like he has now this motivation. He almost might be able to go to another gear because of what Alcaraz now poses as a threat, which to your point, he like has not had. So I think it'll be a really exciting next couple of years in tennis. Ultimately, we're going to start seeing the Djokovic decline when he starts losing in like the quarters or the semis, you know, where he just kind of starts not being able to keep up with some of these younger guys. Because there's obviously quality players, you know, in these major events. It's just not like the names that we have all come to know or that we like now know with Alcaraz. There's not really like we have a U.S. guy named Eubanks. He's like 6'5", and he was kind of... He went to, Dude, I the think U.S. The can only produce like big servers. I don't understand it. Like the only like meaningful Tafoe. tennis guys that the U.S. seems to be able to put out is just like these six five power servers. Roddick back in his day, and like was he that work? big? Andy Roddick, yeah, he was like six five or something like that. I'm gonna go six two. Andy Roddick. Oh, you're right. Wow, six two. Who was I? Thinking hey, of? let's go. Um, who was I thinking of? Anyways, I can't think of who I was thinking of. Shoot, I thought there, there was another big, tall tennis guy. Well, speaking of old heads that we love, that we root for every tournament, Rory McIlroy just won the Scottish I was going to go with, speaking of things we got up at 5 a.m. <laughs> nice. There it is. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. We were good. The, uh... Rory McIlroy just won the Scottish Open going into the final major championship event of the season, the Open Championship, or as we more commonly known as the British Open, but they changed the name because I don't know why well, they, they changed, the, changed name. the name. It's always just been called the Open. We call it the British Open, and then the Europeans always get annoyed and say, well, mate, it's not the British Open, eh? It's the Open. But we, it's the open. Oh, it's the original open. It's so it's a you have the US open. open. We we call it the British. Well, we're gonna keep calling it the British. Which is you know, it's yeah, it's, it nope. is what it is. There it's the British. Um we yeah, may yeah. if I, if you want to talk about this more in depth, I'm kind of just interested. You can talk a little bit about who you think you know might win this this thing. We have Cam Smith returning to defend his championship in this major. Rory coming up a big win, which is huge for him because he hasn't had maybe a ton yeah, of look, It's not like season. the Scottish Open is this really premier event. I will say the field in it this year was really good. This this is like the funny thing about I mean this well, is the, the field is really good golf. before you go into it because there's a link style course and now they're playing another link style course the following week. So all That's these dudes are like, let's get over really, really competitive field. Similar type course, get our reps in. Like, well, it's one of the only it. other. It's one of the only other PGA Tour events that happens in Europe on the PGA calendar. So, mm. that's part of it. So, all these guys do go, they have one in Italy, Texas? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. They might, they might add it. Is that in the news? The biggest little golf tournament. Biggest little golf tournament in Texas. Um, it's called a callback. No, so this is one of the few actual like PGA sanctioned events. In Europe, um, so that's why a lot of these guys go play it, and, it, and they also play it as like a prep round to the you know the Open because it is more that kind of different style of European golf. They kind of design their golf courses differently. It t- tends to be a lot windier, so it is kind of like 
a big official practice round for a lot of the top PGA Tour players. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember where I was, what I was saying before you brought that up. But oh, it, it was going to be really good. Can you try to remember it? So good. Uh, no. Okay. So I, I think it was a really fascinating round for Rory in a couple of ways, because I'd say in a couple of positive ways and in a couple just like shoulder shrug ways. The positive ways were I you know so I woke up at like three a.m. because Benji woke up and I started I put it on and stayed on for like an hour, stayed up for like an hour and a half. Is uh, Benji's? Is that your son? We haven't met yet. Is that that is. Ben- that is my son, the one oh, who doesn't go, go, like go, go, to sit go. down. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's watching sports, actually. He'll sit on the couch next to you and watch sports. Big sports guy. Is Palmer. it the sports or just the fact that it's the TV? Ah, probably just the that TV. Was but sports. He's uh he's watched a tournament or two with me. Um you. loves a good Cubs game. So <laughs> I get up and started watching it, and Rory got off to like an okay start and then kind of just like was stuck in neutral and wasn't really happening. So I went back to sleep at like 4 30 and I woke up at like six. And at this point, Rory had dropped back to like two back of the lead. A couple of the guys were running away with it. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like typical Rory, like not playing himself out of it, but not going and like taking it. Like that's the thing that's always been so frustrating with Rory is he gets there in the position and then somebody else just like runs past him and he doesn't like elevate at that moment that he needs to elevate. And so he goes into. He hit some weird shots too, man. He hit this, tried to hit this weird like knockdown eight iron from 115 yards, oh, um, what the? into like a par four. It was, it was dude, windy, dude. It was windy, and he but he like just played this insane amount of extra club. Like you've seen Rory hit an eight iron like 190 yards, probably even more, frankly. And so he tries it this punchy little eight iron, and he just like blows it 30 yards past the hole. Like it was, it was bad shot, and I was like, oh man, Rory's just gonna get too cute with it all day and do like whatever. So anyways, we get to 17th hole. Rory is one back. He actually kind of clawed his way back to being one back. um, And then stepped up to the ball on 17 and 18 and hit two of the most have to have it shots. I think I've ever seen him hit since I've been like watching golf closely where he hit this punchy five iron on the par three and put it to five feet and then hits the hits his tee shot on 18. He's 200 yards out into the wind from the left rough and he has to par to tie or birdie to win. And dude, he hit the shot that he had to hit in that moment. It was good. It was good. He hit this punch stinger cut that, I have watched him try and hit in so many other moments. And that I like nine out of 10 times is definitely an exaggeration, but it seems like every time he tries to hit that low cut, he hits a pull hook. Like Mm. he just has this pull in him. It was in the tour. The dude, you remember the tour championship last year where it was him and Scotty coming down to the last hole. Yeah. He ended up winning. He ended up winning, but he's hitting his second on the par five 18th hole against the 10. Yeah. 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 And he just, and he's trying to hit this soft cut and he just pulls it into the tent, right? Yeah. I like that, that is the Rory miss when he's trying to hit these like feel cut shots as he pulls them. And I'm watching him stand over that shot and I was like, oh gosh, this is going to go left. This is going to go left. This is going to go left. 
and dude, he just stripes it to 10 feet and hits the putt and just wins it with a walk-off birdie. Which was interesting about, I mean, not interesting, was so impressive about the putt is that the two guys before him, Tom Kim and Fleetwood, who were in the final hole, they both double bogeyed that 18th. Yeah. So while Rory's having the hole of his life, Tom Kim three putts, maybe four putts, Fleetwood, same thing. So he's just waiting. Like he's literally getting iced by these dudes. He's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And they steps up to the putt. And he didn't even think it went in. He like is kind of watching and kind of contorting his body because he's like, ooh, like I don't know. And then it drops. And did you think his celebration was weird? Like, do you even care that he won? Did I here's here's where I think it was. And this was kind of like my shoulder shrug. He, did, he want Ma- did he want McIntyre to win? No, did no. He like- here, I don't think he wanted McIntyre to win. The, like the round of golf that Rory had on Sunday is the round that he has not been able to have in the final round of a major for the last eight years. So you and think it, it was the relief. round where the putts, it was almost just like this exasperation relief because this wasn't a major. This is only round. This, it was almost more like a, is this really going to happen like this this week when like, not even necessarily like looking ahead to like, oh my gosh, the week that it went. But like, if you remember last round at the Open, the British Open, whatever you want to call it, when Rory had the lead in it and nothing dropped for him from outside of 10 feet, he could totally. not get a putt to that. And Cam and Smith was putting putts, his butt off. And yeah. everything that Cam yeah. hit from outside 15 feet just kept dropping. And that yeah. is the round that Rory had at the Scottish Open. I just looked up. He hit 113 feet of putts. That is so many like that is so much distance of putts to drop i don't know if, like if you're from like kind of have context for that stat but basically i'd say on average guys will hit like 50 to 60 feet worth of putts in a round yeah well, so they'll double. you know so he was basically just all those like long range putts that are just honestly just 50 50 if they're gonna drop or not he hit like three he probably hit like five of them in that round on Sunday. Yeah. Three of them were par saves. And then like two of them were huge birdies that he had to have. Yeah. And so I feel like his reaction was just like this. Really? Like now they're going to drop. Yeah. Right. So totally. And that's, that's what makes me like nervous almost for him going into the open or it's just like, and I wonder if he feels like this, this is probably not how golf works, but just feeling right. like, did I just burn all my putting luck? I thought that too. Going well, into well, he didn't really he didn't really put that well. I mean, he was he was not highly he was awesome tee to green, he was awesome off the tee, but his putting it was it was average or below. It was, I was just, solid all through the week, but then it just you know he hit everything Sunday. I don't okay. I'll have to. I was I was looking up a Justin Ray stat because he does a lot of the. He's on with like House and and uh, yeah. On the fairway, he rolling. missed some easy ones as well, but yeah. But I was thinking that as well. Like, what does it look like carrying momentum into this, into this now even more competitive field, right? Because like Cam Smith, the defending champion, he wasn't there. Kepka, who always shows up to majors, wasn't there. Phil, who's been playing these majors incredibly, not there. So now the field's going to be bigger. It's going to be more competitive. And it's the one that really matters. Like the Scottish feels like important, but it's like a fake major. Like it's not real. Oh, it's, not, it's not a major at all. 
right? It's just, but it's an it's an open. It's but it's a Scottish it's Open. It's a right? national. So, it's a national open. So it's you know it's yeah. maybe a, a slightly bigger event. It's not and considered CBS one was of the covering it events. and and yeah sure sure. But it it's is the first PGA event tour. Rory has won in Scotland, which seems pretty crazy. Wow. I mean, I don't know how many events he plays. He's, in Scotland. I mean, he's Probably played a relative. He's yeah. I don't know if he plays there every year, but especially when he was younger, he played a lot more European events. So like, yeah, it's that's a, true. That's true. Um, so as we're going in, who is kind of your guy that you feel like I'm going to I'm going to sit down and we're going to get to Sunday and he is going to be in one of the final groups. Is it like, or the final group? Like, are you, are you picking Rory? Like, do you feel like this is a carryover and this is, we got everything on track. You can prove yourself. You can do it. Or Scotty, who is right there with him on an incredible, like still a like historic season that he's having, even though maybe the winds haven't coming, like especially, you know, tee to green. What do you, what are your feels? So there's the last part of the Rory win that just kind of like made me annoyed with who Rory is and like this good and bad way. (laughs) If you can be annoyed in a good and bad way. Like I'm actually kind of like sick of how nice of a guy Rory is. I feel like the last two times he's won like decently big events, he's apologized for it. And I'm like, dude, can you not? Like he goes up to he went up to McIntyre because he's a Scottish local and like this was gonna be a huge win for him and he basically just like ripped his heart out. But like, yeah, dude, like that's kind of who you have to be. Is yeah. you've got to be the guy that goes out there and rips people's heart out. And instead, he's going up to Bob and he's he's saying, sorry, I know how much this would have meant for you kind of thing. It's like, dude, like, that's nice of you. But like, it almost feels like patronizing at this point. Like, if I was Bob McIntyre, I'd be like, no, dude, like, you went out and you won the tournament. Like, that's it. Like, I don't want your apologies. But has Rory ever been the guy that you're wanting him to be earlier on? I think young Rory had a little bit more of that, like, fire it to him. Yeah, I just don't. I think we, you know, you uh, were really frustrated, not really frustrated, but when Jokic, he was just like so sad about winning the NBA championship. You didn't love that. I think you have a specific look, just the optics that you want to see from someone who is the best at what they do and they come through on top. I don't think like a well, Rory Rory's has. so different to a Jokic though because Rory cares a ton. Like all but, Rory but wants that's your is thing. to win a marriage. Is Jokic also cares, but you don't like how it looks when they finally do no, it. Jokic literally said he didn't care. <laughs> he said it's just <laughs> his day job. So <laughs> my Which, thing is just like, facts. I don't want Rory to be this nice anymore. Like I want Rory to be a little selfish. I just want to be a little more selfish for him, for his sake and for my sake. I want to be a little more selfish. Selfishly, you want him to be, to be more selfish, selfish for me. Selfishly, I want him to be more selfish. Anyways, okay. dude, I think it's got like the answer right now is Scotty Scheffler. His like mm. his stats, everything outside of putting are unbelievable. I actually feel I think I screenshotted this chart to like send you guys a photo of earlier today. I don't know if I actually screenshot or not. If I don't, I'll try and find it. But it was basically just this like over the last uh, I think like six months, just like the strokes gained putting graph and basically there's like uh over the last six months there's like 25 players that are over 50 strokes gained total over like uh or t to green 50 strokes gained t to green over the last whatever how i don't know what the time period was i think it was like six months or something like that or maybe this season there's like 25 players over 50 right there's one player over 100 and it's scotty and he's 183 strokes gained. 
So he is like triple lapping the field on strokes gained T to green. And then on that same graph, the Y axis was X. I don't know. The vertical axis, whichever one it was, the vertical axis was the strokes gained putting. And he was like bottom third. So like the only thing keeping Scotty out of this is his putter has been cold for six months and he's just having it. So like, which isn't great when you're playing an open where the greens are literally like double the size of your regular PGA tour event. Yeah, they're huge, but they also tend to be slower. I don't know if that, if that's better or worse for someone when they're struggling on their greens, like, or when they're putting, um, the undulation is a little more weird, but so I don't know if that helps them or hurts them, but just, I think if you're asking me who's going to end up in the final group Sunday, I'm not saying he'll necessarily win because maybe the putter fails him, but like the easy bet is like, it's just Scotty right now. Give me Tommy. He's been right there all season. Yeah, dude. He just has not there for him last week. That tournament was sitting there for him. He, he also played really well at, it was either the PGA or it was the U S open. He was, he was playing really well. He's kind of, found himself. I think he's going to be over in his, I mean, he's English, but he's going to be over in Europe. He's going to be playing at this course. I mean, I guess it would be his home course because it's at the, yeah, Liverpool. I don't know where he's from Liverpool, but he's going to be close to home. And I think ultimately he's like, I am sick of this. I'm right here. I'm the nice guy. He's kind of, I think he's going to show up with an attitude that you wish Rory is going to show up with where Granted, Rory just won, so he's not going to say I'm sick of this. But Tommy's going to be like, I have not won on the PGA Tour to date. I've won DP. I've won some other European Tour events. But I'm going to come through. and playing really, really good golf. I have the home crowd on me, and I think I can pull this off based off him just showing up at the Scottish Open and being in that final group. Didn't play well, but he knows how to change. It's like, remember when Brooks lost – to Rom in the final round of the Masters, and he was sitting in the interview with I forget who the CBS uh, yep. pundit is, and he's like, "I'm never going to make that mistake again." She goes, "What mistake was that?" And he goes, "I'm not going to tell you, but I'm never going to make the mistake again." And then he went out and he won the PGA Championship because he just said, "I'm not going to make." I think Tommy has that type of round in him where he's like, "I keep making." Yeah, I don't know. I, Tommy's got to show me a lot more than to think he can just flip a switch. Like he just, well, he, he, he has to show you at some point he's going to, and my prediction is that he shows yes, you now his, his starting point for showing me that he has, it could be winning any PGA tour event, just any event, anyone, what? he could have gone to one. He could, he should have gone to the Barbasol. He should have played in the Barbasol Championship, which was the the second the low field event the same the same week of the Scottish. He should have gone and won that, and then he could have had that monkey off his back. He, then, <laughs> you know what he should have won? What was it? It was the RBC, right? Or it was the Canadian Open, where he lost in the playoff. The the Canadian Nick Taylor hit the massive eagle putt, wasn't it? Tommy oh, and Nick yeah. Taylor. Yeah, I want to say. So Tommy he's just had been to... there, right? Like he's just. No, he's I don't been know. Right I don't have there, any stats, but. but. This I, I feel like the Scottish was not a good sign for him in that there were a lot of opportunities for him to jump when the field wasn't running away from him on that on Sunday. And he just basically held serve for 16 holes and then like went three over the last three holes and then just kind of like collapsed. Like when it wasn't you did it wasn't though, gonna like, be there. You, you you're gonna tweak it the week before, and I know you can't just like golf deer right. we all know right, this. Hey. It right, is not a copy and paste right. game. 
head to head. I won't take Scotty head to head. Um, you have you take Fleetwood. I'm gonna take. Um, is is Kepka too big a name for me to take? Is the other side of that? Come on. Okay, fine. Fowler. I'll take. I'll take Big Dick Rick. Sure. Both have been in big moments recently. Um, And Ricky won, but... $15 bottle of wine. Head to head. All right. That will give me 50% off my local natural (laughs) shop. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Good for you. With inflation, that's $20 in Seattle. Just I know our dollar is the same, but it really should be weaker in Seattle. That's, just for the that's true. Your, your, your dollar does not go Dear as God, far. I'm paying $5.15 for gas still. It's out of control. No, you're not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. What do you, you want to know like what a, I pay for like, gas? Like a two ninety? dollars You got three bucks? Yeah, basically $3. Mother effer. Hey, you know I what? Was, I think but it was the, like three oh six the other day. Some shops are three fifteen. Some are I, but like, yeah. Granted, the benefit that I'm about to explain is comes out of our income tax. But for all the taxes that we pay, uh, there's a Washington State leave policy where I get sixteen weeks at like eighty percent of my of my pay just filing with the state when we have for our little what? baby boy. Oh, for oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. There's a nice. there's a state program, so. Paying into it, and I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's your money just coming back to you, but good for you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Jens, I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, maybe oh, we'll, no. Uh, no, we're not oh, done? Oh, no. We have our game to play. Oh, gosh, I forgot about our game. All right, Jess. Well, our final segment here is we're going to play a little game. Let me get a shout-out to our buddy Spence, our loyal listener. Um giving us a lot of content these days. Um, Spencer turned our friends onto this game. It's called austincrantz.com with a K. And essentially, this game... <laughs> Completely unrelated to what the game is. No, no, no. Is it, game it has name. nothing to do with Austin, but he created it and named a website after himself. He's got a lovely little doodle of his face as the site logo, so shout out Austin. So in this game... What's going to happen is there, there are 10 sports listed. We have basketball, baseball, for what it's worth, uh, just I'll list them all. Ba- basketball, baseball, badminton, cricket, hockey, gymnastics, rugby, soccer, tennis, volleyball. Now, what it's going to do is of those 10 sports, it's going to populate one after another a random country. And when that country comes up, you have to place it in a sport. And when you place it, it will give you their world ranking at, you know, however high or low and you want to go low. So ideally, you know, if there's 10 sports, the best score you can have is 10. If you pick the, you know, that country's best in, you know, rugby, like America is top one is basketball. Cool. I think, and it's men's and women's. So what we're going to do is go back and forth. So I'm going to pull up a page for Jesse. He's going to pull up a page for me and we're going to go through and see who can have the best score. Like my best score is 158 right? Which is like all those 10 rankings combined because you don't know where they live in the world rankings. Right. And so here's the part of the, the game. So look, I played this a little bit today. I was trying to get a hang on it. I, I actually managed, uh, I think an 83 was my low score. It's very good. I thought you, um, I think you cheated, but it's okay. No, I, he didn't I cheat. Did, I did not. Took, I, took, I took some prior knowledge from the game and applied it. That was not, does not constitute cheating technically. Um, no, so here's the part about the game that I don't totally understand. So I don't actually think, unless it's just by random chance, that a score of 10 is possible. 
It would have to because be random. You, are you not, would have to get all the right Because you're countries. not guaranteed to get a country that is top that 10. actually ranks top 10 in any or of top those one. sports. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's the only part about the game. It's like, I actually don't... I think maybe because the, the game is called 150, so the idea is just to maybe score able under to 150. score 150, 150. So maybe every country is like feasibly able to be like put together in a list that's under 150 maybe well that is true but i don't know how low you could go i mean if you got you know all the right ones like you could maybe get i don't know a 20 or a third maybe 10 is impossible with how like the algorithm i was gonna say because maybe one country is number one in multiple sports so i don't know oh totally 10 so i think it is like there's a Let's see, tennis, like, well, I won't give anything away. The only thing we have to figure out in real time is that, like, if there's a double over in sport after one person goes and you have it, like, up on your screen. So maybe, like, after one person goes, you, like, go to a different tab. That's just, or, like, that's just the luck of the draw. That's just what it is. Okay, so who's going first? Uh, let's do a, tr- do a trial run. Uh, I think, obviously, we're going to flip a, flip a coin or a pick because I have a guitar pick in front of me. Okay. Heads is the turtle logo. Great. Tails is no logo. You call it. Great. Heads. Tails. Oh. All right. So I'll go first. And then, so you're starting the game and asking me the question, right? Yep. Should we go should we go one by one to yeah, yeah, just we should do go all back 10? and forth? Back no, we should go back and forth. Back. Okay. So I have the page pulled up and I'm gonna give you your first country and you vice yep. versa. Do we, should we tell each other the countries, like the score after they got it, or not tell the other person? Uh, yeah, tell them the score. Tell them the score. Okay. Jesse, your first country is the United Kingdom. Of not just the UK. It's okay. the UK. Uh, I've this, I feel like I've got two really good options here. Great. Um, I'm going to go Rugby clicking on rugby they are the women of the united kingdom have the number one ranking let's go so i got a one there you got a well, one just, so yeah nice. so the game also just picks the highest men's ranking by that country between the men's and women's teams so you don't know yep. which one's gonna be yeah. all right jen's your first country uruguay Ooh. Okay, so we see them play in the World Cup, right? So we know yep. that they're like Valid. a – But it's – I don't even know if it's top 10, you know, in the world ranking. So I don't want to start out with like a 13 or 14, Yeah, it's you know? tough. Not with me. Yeah, not with me putting the one on the board. <sighs> they're not tennis players. It's Central America. So I think maybe baseball could be in play. But I don't really like see Uruguay like the WBC. Don't, don't oh, this a- is a – this is an awesome like start. I, I feel like start. I have to go soccer to be like, there's going to be a better soccer option that's going to come. I'm going to hate myself or I go baseball here. Oh, I'm going to hate myself. Jesse, give me baseball. Ooh, that feels like a risky choice. Jensen, Uruguay in baseball is outside the top 100 no! in the world rankings. <laughs> <laughs> so you have received. I took a chance. You did. Oh, I don't know if I've ever heard you. of a I baseball neither, player neither come from Uruguay. I don't know oh, where that was. Soccer okay. was the only okay. option there. I know. I know. I just didn't want to do it. Okay. You know what? You're going to get a big one here. Your second country is Chile. <laughs> 
Chile. Oh, Chile. Chile. Um, give me. Ooh, this is a little tough, actually. Uh, I'm just gonna go soccer. South America. I just feel like they've got to have a ranking. Thirty-two. Yeah, fine with that. I any, there. I could have gotten an easy hundred on that with yep. any of the other sports. No idea. Okay. All right, Jets. <laughs> your next country, Sri Lanka. So I saw Sri Lanka. Okay, I'm gonna take a gamble here. Oh dear God, I feel like Sri Lanka has a random women's tennis player. <laughs> That's really good. Is tennis your final answer? I I've been playing this game and Sri Lanka came up and they were like at a really wasn't gymnastics. Yeah, give me tennis. Tennis final answer. <laughs> oh, it's outside 100. No. Outside the top 100. No. Jensen's sitting at a crisp 200 early early on. What is their ranking? Do they had one? Maybe it was gymnastics. No, I think I know what it is, but I can't give it away yet. Okay, your Um, next one over here, Jess, as you were taking a commanding lead, is Trinidad and Tobago. (laughs) Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Uh, See, here's the the thing is like for most of these countries, you would just guess soccer. Um, Well, not unless it's Sri Lanka. (laughs) You didn't guess soccer for Sri Lanka. I know, because why would I? That's true. Well, um okay senegal can we restart <laughs> <laughs> let's maybe do one more um this is uh gosh this is this feels tough i don't this feel like this could be a really big number you almost want to go really random and give it like the badminton throw but um basketball basketball just this could be outside 100. the 100 damn it yep all right. Yep. Wait, hold on. What just happened? What was my country? Trinidad and Tobago. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Do you click on something? No, no, no. I was looking at your country while I was thinking about the answer to that question. So I forgot which country I was guessing from. Oh, what was your... Well, what's my country now? Senegal, which is still a random basketball country, but I feel like I've actually heard of basketball players out of Senegal. Dang. And not any basketball players. I'm down to Trinidad, I'm down to start over. <laughs> no, no, I'll finish this out. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Okay. All right, your country's Senegal. Senegal. Sorry, I screwed okay. that up. That's fine. I still don't know what I would have guessed for Trinidad and Tobago, frankly. Um, give me um, Se- Senegal. Give me soccer. I think like 14, 17. 18. It's okay. fine. All right, where am I at? You are at with no soccer available. Brazil. Shoot. Um, volleyball. Give me volleyball. Nice. They're the number one women's sport. Let's go. Nice, nice, nice. I was just thinking of, I feel like I always remember the beach yeah. volleyball teams totally. from Brazil the, the being two, up 2v2 there. for sure. The 2v2, yeah. What do you got for All me? right, next for you, Jens. Sweden. <sighs> what are my sports remaining? Available sports for you are basketball, badminton, cricket, hockey, gymnastics, rugby, volleyball. Give me hockey. Yeah, that's a safe bet. They have a lot of us up there. Number six. Nice. Now, where am I at? For you, sir, I need Venezuela. 
All right. Baseball. Easy baseball. Or six. Yeah. Yeah. Fine with that. Uh, Jens, Sri Lanka back on the board no! for you. The double country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is still going. Jensen's just um, speechless on Sri Lanka. Uh, so I have gymnastics, cricket, badminton, volleyball, volleyball, basketball, badminton, cricket, gymnastics, rugby, volleyball. Dude, I have no idea. There were there was one. I like. I want to say gymnastics, but I don't I think, think I know which right. one it is. But I'm not going to say anything. Obviously. Sri Lanka. Where's or is that like over by Ukraine? Or is that in India? I don't think it's by Ukraine. Can I get one search? Is there one country no, search no, no, permitted? No, no. You just gotta, all right, you have you have five seconds. Gotta pick a sport. Okay, go five, ahead. Give four. Three. Two. Give me gymnastics. One. Wah, that's a one hundred. Oh no, gents. Oh no. Is it like a right. is it gymnastics country the next one? Yeah, hundred percent. You have Zimbabwe. Oh jeez, are they compete on the national scale? <laughs> I guess so. For what? I don't know, but they're out there. Zimbabwe. What are my remaining sports? You have badminton, cricket, hockey, gymnastics, and tennis. I mean, I feel like it's such a crapshoot. Oh, but I know. Ah, cricket. And then no, 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 no. Gosh, it all. Yeah, do it. Do cricket. Eleven. Wow. Gosh, you got so lucky. Okay, what's mine? Oh dear God. China. Okay, give me basketball. Okay. I don't know how they're going to basketball, but I think they're like number one in gymnastics. Wow, number two for women's basketball in China? They're tall over there, man. They're behind the United States. What in the world? Crazy. All right, what's my next? You got South Africa. You have badminton, hockey, gymnastics, tennis. Oh, shoot. Um, they could be a badminton country. They could totally be a badminton country. I've already used rugby, right? Yep. And I just used cricket. Gymnastics, hockey, country. tennis. So, so my last, I've got hockey, three, four options left. Yep, hockey, gymnastics, hockey. tennis, and then badminton. Give me tennis. They're plus one hundred. No, there's no South African tennis player. Jazz. What? Jazz. Brutal. Are they good at badminton? They might be. I can't double check. All right, what's my country? South Africa. Oh. Do I have rugby available? You do. Let's go. Damn it. Four. Yes. All right. Okay, your country with gymnastics, hockey, and badminton, Indonesia. Yes, <laughs> <It's> badminton. <laughs> two. Wow. Yeah, two. Nice. That's huge for you. I felt that. That is huge. Felt that. That is big. I feel like Japan and China. Yeah, well, it's, the, a, it's an Asian, Asian. It's like a Southeast yeah. Asian sport type yep, of thing. Yep, yeah, yep, okay. yep. We, right. we know the world. Your country, Uganda. What are my <laughs> what are my remaining sports? Volleyball, cricket, badminton. Give me volleyball. You've been, really, you've, been ex, you've been avoiding the kind of. Give me volleyball. 
69. Mm. Nice. So I have badminton and cricket left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. What about <laughs> my shoot. country? You have Chile again, hockey and gymnastics. Gosh. What? I didn't need, like, can I say pass? You What's the number of I points? Can, I can press play again. <laughs> okay. Gymnastics or hockey yep. or Chile? Yep. Golly. <sighs> Go gymnastics. Plus 100. Maybe plus 100. Yeah, yeah I know. I think 100. both. I mean, maybe they had a chance for hockey. Dude. You have Chile again coming up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Jens, I think I've got an even better country for you. Yeah. Based entirely on what I texted you earlier today. I'm shit you not. You have Kazakhstan. <laughs> no. And what are the two? Badminton and cricket. Give me cricket. Might be okay. Nope. Plus 100. Oh, it was one of those. All right. What does Chile rank in hockey? Hockey, because it's my only choice. 14. Oh. <laughs> what's the, my, what's my last country? And you get Sweden playing badminton. 70. Jensen. Dude, I'm in the six, seven hundreds. Hold on. What was my, what's, what, what? You were at 367, which is an awful score. That's not no, no, embarrassing. No, I, I know what my Jensen, score, I'm your saying, score was. Five. Oh, okay. Six. Nine. Five, six, nine. First match to me. Run it back. And if you have okay. stopped listening to this point, it's all good. This is really <laughs> just like for us. Just having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, best two out of three. I get to go first. No chance of committing to a third game. Play again. <laughs> it's, here we go. All right, so you want to go first? Yep. Jensen, Wait, you is have... Is that how that works? Or no, no. I want to go second? I, I don't know. I won, so I feel like I should have... Well, we switched to... serves. Like, you know, we watched to Wimbledon. Okay, sh- you know? okay sure. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no advantage. Well, if you get the country that they've uh, said... Yeah, yeah. All right. What? It, wait, who, went for, who finished off? I finished off last time, and so yeah. I'll go first. Yep, that's right. Oh, how nice of you to decide that. Thank you. Dominican Republic. Give me baseball. Yeah. 10. Oh, I feel like that would be lower. Yeah. Okay. You have Peru. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The problem is because like the only sport is it's soccer, but it's not going to be that good of a ranking. Take a chance. I did. And it really worked out. <laughs> you really won. Um, maybe they don't. Yeah, yeah go soccer. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. It's better than I thought, to be honest. All right, Jens, you have the United Kingdom. Give me rugby. Number one. Yep, you had that, Bastards. so that was easy. You have Ukraine, which we didn't get last um, time. Hockey. Oh, huh. Higher than you would think. 27. No, this is higher than I would have thought. Should have gone gymnastics. Mm. You know, those Slavic countries, they're big on their gymnastics. Sure, 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 sure. No, dude, some of like the best gymnastics like in like the world. We'll say there's something going on with Russia in this system because 
I clicked on gymnastics when I got them once, and they were plus one hundred because they're not. I think I saw right that as now. well. I think they just don't count. Yeah, yeah. There's better like just uh, they boycotted them yep. as a ranking. Well, actually, probably. I think for the last couple of years, most athletes haven't been able to compete under the Russian flag. No, it was great. So out. maybe they haven't been accumulating What's like it? points for the country. I don't know if it was Medvedev or it was a different guy, but yeah, they don't Wimbledon, have their flag. Like they, they can't play under the Russian flag. Grayed out the yeah. flag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have Hungary. Mm. Where is Hungary? It's in Europe, right? Yes. Southern Europe. Eastern Europe. Hungry. Or Eastern. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Can I get cricket? You can have cricket. It is 72. No. Really? I tell no lie. All right, okay. who do I have? Yeah, Iceland. I mean, hockey feels obvious, but... Um, well, it's green in Iceland, you know? That's true. And you already took hockey. I did? With Ukraine. Shoot. Oh, gosh. What does Iceland do? Could they be a gymnastics country? Don't think so. I don't think so either. Maybe they love badminton. I might have to throw a badminton at. No, there's no way they. Gosh, they do play ping pong. Mm. This is bad. Final answer. Have I used have I gone cricket yet? You have not? No, no. Go badminton. Just burn it. Give me the hundred points and call it a day. Yep. Hundred points. What's my next one? Jamaica. So I remember Jamaica when I did that. Can I go volleyball with Jamaica? You can. Is that what you'd like to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me volleyball. That's 100 plus there for you, sir. Sorry about that. I didn't know what to do there. I just didn't know what to do there. I could have gone badminton, but okay. I'm just trying to beat you. You know, we're not trying to play high scores here. You have Switzerland. Ooh. Switzerland. I mean, if Federer was still playing, this is an easy answer, but I don't know if anybody has mm. filled, his, uh, mm. filled that void. Um, I'll go soccer. Have you used soccer? You have. Yes, you did Peru. Damn it. Um, Switzerland. Gosh, I feel like corner my eyes. Gymnastics? Go gymnastics. Gymnastics, we have 20. Okay, I'm fine with that. That's fine. What do I got? You have Kenya. Kenya. And marathons are not an option. Track and field ain't on there. Um, and I have tennis, soccer, gymnastics. What do I have left other than that? Hockey, badminton, basketball. Can I go badminton for Kenya? Badminton for Kenya. 100 plus. Dude, sir. come on. Kenyans don't have a lot of. I know. Sports. I just, I was thinking basketball. Right. That was my other. I should have gone basketball. Ugh. All right. Philippines. Give me. Have I gone cricket yet? You have not? 
Give me cricket. 61. Oh, yeah. That's higher than I wanted. Yep. What do I got? Give me a you big country. Slovenia. Basketball. Give me basketball. Seven. Nice. Nice pick. Luca. Nice pick. Or is he from the Slavs? Yeah. He's Slov. I think he's Slovenian. Slovenian. Yeah. Yep. You have Senegal. Um, what are my sports left? We have volleyball, tennis, rugby, baseball, basketball. Volleyball, tennis, rugby, baseball, basketball. Volleyball, tennis. I think Senegal, is this the one where I thought I was picking for basketball and I didn't? No, that was Trinidad and Tobago or Tobago. No, that's who I did have, but I think I was thought I was playing Senegal. Yes, correct. Picking Senegal. Yes. I don't know if that's a good answer now, but we're gonna find out once and for all. Give me Senegal for basketball, please. Thirty one. Okay, I'll take it. It's fine. Sure. sure. It's fine. Sure. It's fine. Give me a Jackson big country. Denmark. Decidedly not a very big country. Do you have soccer open? Uh you do. Yeah, give me soccer, Denmark. Yeah, it's fine. Thirteen. Nice. You have Uruguay. You have volleyball, tennis, rugby, baseball. Uruguay's a tough one, dude. Volleyball, tennis, rugby, baseball. Yeah. We in baseball, I remember being very good. <laughs> Let me cross that one out for you. Give me rugby. Rugby for Uruguay. Wow, 17. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh Jens, you have a country by the name of Estonia. <laughs> I actually had a. Did I live with a guy from Estonia? Or did I just. I don't think. What I are my remaining sports? I think I have three: hockey, gymnastics, and tennis. See, it feels like a. It feels like it wants me to go hockey. Hockey, gymnastics. Give me gymnastics for Estonia. I think that might actually be a sleeper pick. Eighteen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry for the clapping, audience. Sorry for the clapping. All right, what you got? I got, I don't even know how to say it. That's helpful. C-Z-E-C-H-I-A. Chechnya? Chechnya? No. Uh, Is C- there an N in there? No. C-Z-E-C-H-I-A. Sech- Chechia. Uh, oh, it's the Czech Republic. I oh, don't know great. why it's labeled... Chechia, but that's fine. What are my remaining? uh, Baseball, tennis, volleyball. Oh, frick. None of them. (laughs) (laughs) Baseball, tennis, volleyball. Uh, Give me tennis. They might have a good tennis player out there. Nine. Okay. You got it. Jensen, you have our favorite. Chile. (laughs) Remaining sports are tennis and hockey. Oh, wait, but we know. Give me hockey. Yeah, they're 14. Yeah. I was trying to, was trying to psych Jesse, you out. Jesse, you have the very small island country of the United States. And what are my remaining sports? You have baseball and volleyball. Give me baseball, baby. <laughs> I wish we were. Are we going to be two? Oh, we're one. For the women's, though. Interesting. Huh, all right. Jensen, um, you have turkey, and your last option is tennis. 
And they are 100 plus. What you, a tough way to finish. You have Germany at volleyball and they're nine. Oh, all right. All right. Hold on. Hold you on. Say it first. Hold on. All right. Is my score you say it higher first. or lower than 500? It's lower. Okay. Is my score higher or lower than 400? It's lower. Jensen, your score. No. Four. No. Three. Five. What was my final? First off, what I was my final never score? have you announce scores. I hate how you say them. The individual number take, awful. It's an awful Dude, way to announce scores. You know why I'm doing, I've done that? No. I can tell you the exact reason why I'm doing well, that. Well, I would hope watching, so. You're saying it. I, I've, I've been watching a ton of Top Gear. Oh, my gosh. And that's how they reveal gosh, the lap times. Dude. They go, you did it in one. Oh, yes. 40. Yes, yes, yes. 5.3. Yeah. And I feel like it's a great tension builder, but it just doesn't really work in this situation. I tried it twice, and it didn't really work. Let me try the opposite of that. You ready for this? All right, Chance. Yeah, go for it. Going backwards and scrambling them all together. Oh, actually, going backwards would have been better because you would have gone, you could go. You win. Third number is five. You win. Going backwards, Second you did, you did six, nine, two. Going backwards. Wow. All right. Because you only had it. one 100. I'm awful at this, dude. You are 435 gents. Well, that concludes this best two out of a <sighs> to three. To be honest, if we had, Look, if I'd won this one, we weren't running what, it back. <laughs> what killed you was really the turkey auto pick in tennis and the volleyball Jamaica really sunk you. I don't um, know what Jamaica should have been. Maybe like a badminton or, I don't know, that's what I did. I should have done like a, I don't know. I don't even well, care. I, like, I'm literally going to try and figure out if Iceland is ranked over 100 in any sport globally because I'm not sure it is. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, but if there's ladies, you as well. Thank you so much for listening, going on this wild but day-to-day journey with us. We really appreciate your ears and your time that you took to hear us talk about sports and our lives. We hope you have a fantastic week. Jesse, anything to say to the audience? The kid can play. 